Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Exactly. So there's a comment here, guys, from okay. mm-hmm. Lee Larivière on football, which uh, says they seem to shoot more gaps today than the whole season combined. About Talking about the D-line, I think. Or it could be about the linebackers. But what I'd say on that is... One, if you're in a bare front, right, then most of the time, like they were today most of the time, then most of the time, the well, the vast majority of the time, the defensive line are one-on-one. And so it's easier for them to get off the block and, and shed and take a shot knowing that there's only they're not throwing someone into the lap as easily. But also if it's the linebacker as well, they're more in like a middle field, closed, gapped out world where... They don't really have to worry about slow playing stuff. They can take their shots a bit more. They also have a the center, the guard, and the guard, and the tackle, and the tackle, or the, the edge blocker, all covered up by linemen, so they're cleaner as well. So yeah. th- that would probably be the reason when, for that. When when the you know the relationship between the front and the coverage is usually to like marry the um the run fit to the to the coverage rules, right? So when you're when you're so then the front then dictates the combination of the front and the coverage dictates what your run assignment is and then from there your run assignment informs what the techniques you play with are and by techniques it means like are you playing laterally shoulders square to the line of scrimmage to account for one and a half or two gaps that means if you can't you can't get vertical you're not being asked to get vertical you have to play off the block and if the blocks lose then all of a sudden you've got a offensive guard in your lap and you look like you're being blocked all over the place when really you're not it's like you're doing what the defense is asking of you or if everyone if you're gapped out everyone has one gap you don't have to worry about anything but that gap and maybe a puller you're not even keying the running back you're literally keying your blocker and then you you worry about the ball after you relate to your gap if you're playing too high and it's bare or odd spacing so three four right even if you're out gapped up front all those interior gaps many like you're talking about are pretty much taken care of um, with the exception that the nose tackle isn't true nose uh, true to gapping all the time but if a ball gets out to the perimeter you know that if you you don't have to play laterally and and, and work fall back into the front side a gap you can just go shoot that gap because then that means that means your second linebacker now becomes the new a gap player and you're getting a you're getting you're getting backfill from your weak safety and then you're also getting alley help from your front side safety and it's like you can just go make a play whereas if it's four down and you're too high you've got huge bubbles and it's just how are you supposed to fit that fit that bubble where a guy can climb on you immediately and then try to fall back into another bubble it's just not tenable it only works if you have defensive linemen that are just either absolute monsters like not just good but also lengthy and have an anchor or you're you're slanting like crazy and you're sending fire zones like crazy to to make it all work and that was kind of our main question it's like if you're going to do this and your your defensive ends are 250 255 where's the line movements like they did it very sparingly it was odd right um 
So that's the, that's that's what comes into it. So the fact this is what their whole issue is now. They are marrying the front to the coverage, um, and they have these complementary calls to shore up the weak spots in either the the run fit or the coverage. And that's why everyone's playing faster now. And now that they're allowed to play faster, they can build up chemistry, they can build up reps and experience and what they're doing now, then they'll get even progressively better, theoretically. So that's, yeah, they shot a lot more gaps um, today. I I agree. And they were shooting them last week, again, on early downs. Um, But they're, everything was just better this week. If, all right, if we can, if in the future, Seahawks string together some games and we identify the turnaround, the turnaround will be the Saints game. Because before, the, the the Saints game will be the the U-turn itself because before you turn around, you first must turn, right? So the Saints game was the turn, was the U-turn itself. And then the Cardinals game was when they finally straightened out. Um, and this metaphor is is un, is unshakable keep, right now. And then they're gonna going to keep going keep straight. Going. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna level out that 180 degree angle. We'll see what they do against to the, the Chargers next week to the moon. Um, to the moon. But yeah, de- um, defense is all about defense is all about how much help do you have and where's it coming from. And it's about U turns. And and, and so, no, it's not. It's about straightening no, we... out after you turn. <laughs> and around. specifically yeah. fitting the run, like where's your help coming from and how much of it do I have in a specific area? And based off that, then you fit because you're not going to run to where someone is, right? But you also need to yeah. run to where someone isn't, basically. You might U-turn to where someone is or isn't. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. You'd never run backwards on defense. Okay. But only legal U-turns, folks, when there is a sign that indicates that you are allowed to U-turn. Yeah. Don't don't U-turn without indication from the law. You guys. Unless specifically there's no cop around, then go for it. We're, we're joking. He, we he, joke he on this said, podcast. He's, he's, he's said joke. That, he said that, not the two of us. Not the two of us. International Michael, votes, by the way. My, so Michael offense. Dixon could have used a U-turn when he mm. uh, when he mm. got uh, blown up in the end zone. That was an unfortunate moment on the special team side where, I mean, if you're blocking a punt, basically from segue, whatever man. level to whatever level, you have to block inside you to outside. You have to U-turn to segue there. Shut up. So <laughs> he, he, he took this sack. is what happens when the Seahawks finally have a good defensive performance. We're like completely Griffin's delirious. I get angry because it's 3 a.m. Um, <laughs> All right. Ty provokes. Mm-hmm. Um, How about this? How about this? I'm, I'm, I'm the best at that. How about this? I'm a lead at that. Don't fumble in the end zone. Yeah, he should have gone in the cradle position, right? But also, like, block from inside to outside. Don't let interior penetration. I don't think there's much more to say on that disaster. But fortunately, it didn't kill the Seahawks. The Seahawks really missed Travis Homer. Yeah, he's the up back. He's the guy who's kind of responsible for checking all that inside stuff, scanning inside to outside. I need to rewatch what happened, but it was a complete blown deal. And then Dixon tried to make a bit too much happen there. He should have just gone down, but... I like that he tried to get it off, I guess. Like, there's been other plays where he has, so...